Welcome everyone to the Uppy and Stash podcast. I'm your host, Uppy. Uh, with me tonight, we have Chidi. Chidi, how are you? Fan-fucking-tastic. Fan-fucking-tastic. And we have Donovan Mustacey. Donovan Mustacey, how are you? I am feeling fucking great to hang out with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and Mr. Uppy himself. So it looks I'm like you just got up from a nap. Were you taking a nap before you jumped on? Yeah, you just know, such a uh, napper. For those, for those who may watch the Zoom video, I may have gotten up from a nap. Um, so for those who are not watching it, then um, I have not graced your eyes with my beautiful presence uh, and my good looks. Uh, so you know, but I fucking look like horrible right now. Because I've only slept like four hours. Maybe that. Sure. Blame on the sleep. Yeah. You could blame typical, on your parents typical, right now. I mean, typical valley girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> typical valley girl. <laughs> um, what's everyone drinking? Well, speaking of valley girl, uh, Stash, you go first. What are you drinking? Well, for my valley girl st- status, as uh, Donovan uh, Mustacey is, I'm doing a White Claw Surge Blood Orange. By the way, though, I am not definitely letting that thing be my uh, the full drink for tonight. I'm I'm sipping Jameson as well, so little sips oh, here wow. and there. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm on a high end right now. I, I need I need to calm the f now, down. I have to ask: Is there much of a difference between Trulies and White Claws? Yeah, the way they taste. Yeah, I'm just kind of curious. Mrs. Eppy has gotten into Trulies lately. Um, so I'm just wondering if they're basically the same thing or not. I think they're a little bit sweeter. All right. Knowing that he's drinking a man's drink, Chitty, what are you drinking? Uh, definitely a man's drink. Um, <laughs> uh, high noons. High noons. No, I, I, I wish I, I wish I was drinking a high noon actually right now. Uh, I would prefer a high noon to a white claw any day, but tonight I am drinking a stone FML. Um, hazy double IPA. It, it does not mean fuck my life. It says fear movie lions. I would fear any has. lions. Yeah. I just I would be fear movie F-A-L, lions. Fear any mm-hmm. lions. Yeah. Fear movie lions. It's <laughs> a hazy double. It's a eight and a half percent in a pint. Um, and I feel like it actually. I haven't read the can yet. But I have a feeling it's going to be kind of okay. Um, sh- nope, not good. It just doesn't doesn't say anything cool on the can. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, that was a uh, melodramatic. But the beer is okay. Um, it is definitely not like a super super craft beer. Um, the post so the post show pre show will will tell you that uh, up that Uppy and I's uh, conversation was that. Um, Stone has they started out like one of those main beers with Sierra Nevada and then they kind of fell off and then I argued that they've kind of become a quasi craft niche where it's like they have so many beers now that I don't I don't necessarily know I've even scratched the surface with them um, but you know it's a, it's a decent beer okay and then um so I'll admit I started drinking around 4 p.m. Uh, it's about 10 right now. Um, <laughs> but part of what I do with my evening is I spent quality time outside with my smoker smoking a tri-tip today. 
and it felt so good to do so because the weather's been absolutely beautiful here. And I, I'm drinking the perfect beer, I think, to go with that mood. And I'm drinking a Slow Hot IPA by Slow Brew in San Luis Obispo. Nice. Great way to end my day. How was how was the pool though? Is it still nice and cold? Not not quite there yet. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I got to drain that son of a bitch and clean it and refill it. Um, and then did you get? Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's where we're at. It, it's not quite swimming weather yet, but yeah. it's, it's close enough. I need to start working on it. Uh, the way. Are you going to grab the hose from your neighbor's yard to do that? Or I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, and I might drain it to their yard too, since they would never notice. Mm. <laughs> I'm surrounded by old people. I mean, the guy to where I'm sitting now, the neighbor to my left is three doors from my dad and in way worse condition. Um, the, and I'm not saying this to be mean, but there for a while, maybe almost weekly or biweekly, the ambulance would, would be at his house. So the fact that he's still alive is kind of amazing. And even funnier than that, which none of this is funny, um, his dad is still alive. His dad comes over a few times a week to check on him. And like I said, my neighbor's three years older than my dad. <laughs> and his dad is still alive. So, I mean, his dad has got to be pushing 100. Dang. Yeah. And then the neighbors on my other side are also not young either. So, um, But a hose would be quicker to my left than to my right. So yeah. that's where we are. We're we're getting we're slowly getting ready for summer. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I don't think Stash will be coming around for the big old birthday barbecue this year. But maybe that means we'll have Chitty instead. I think I I think I might have attended. What was the birth? What was the barbecue that I attended last year? Um, you came over for Sausage Fest. What's that, yeah, what that was? It was Sausage. Yeah, Fest, that yeah. sounds that sounds more appropriate of his like attendance. Anyways. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, whenever I, I attend like, somewhere, it's going to be a sausage fest. You can take no, that. No, I to like to stretch. come out for a couple of nights and just you know hang out and do. Come something. on up, bro. You're, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Come on up. Um, uh, little 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 stash wants to. Uh, they're all getting older now, so it's like um, there's no there's no um, awkwardness of like, oh, who's this yeah. person? Who's that? You know, so it's quite yeah. nice now. Yeah, bring him up and give uh, Mrs. Stash a break for a couple of days. Let's do this. I need I need a little bit of a break because uh, they're go. running us. They're running us quite ragged at work lately. So sounds like it. Um, yeah. Which is, I think is a great transition. Um, Chitty, why don't you uh, line up our subject for tonight? Yeah, the subject, the the topic that uh, is at hand tonight is uh, describing a fuck you moment. And by a fuck you moment, I mean. Uh, a moment where you knew something was going to happen or you you finally were able to, you know, circle back with the person that pissed you off and then get to be the the person on the, on the winning side of that argument or um, like you knew you were always going to be. So, you know, that moment where the, the, the chickens have come home to roost in your favor. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. Starting with you. Um, Stash, Stacy, <laughs> Stacy's mom, uh, Stacy, Stacy's mom. Um, well, you know what? To actually quite honestly think about it now, in that in that manner of the roosters have come to roost, the chickens have come to roost type of thing. Um, 
it's that um, I've been denied by a job a couple of times that I know I could do. And then here I am doing a far more important job. And and uh, Uppy can sort of vouch for me in this field where I can say, F you at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because they, they fuck you, you, you. You seriously lost a good contender um, considering what I do now. Um, and the seriousness of the situations that I deal with. So um, fuck you to the job that said no. That's my fuck you right now. There you go. I like right. that. Uh, you know, giving the, uh, the, the old middle finger to the man. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> you. I, I, I have a similar one to that. Um, cause I, I'm, in the midpoint of that fuck you that if I ever run into my old supervisor, um, I, I would love to have that moment where I remind him that he held me back for many years. And then I would care to remind him that my starting pay at my new job is more than he makes. And he's a lazy piece of shit. Um, granted, I don't think I'll ever cross paths with him. I don't think I'll get that moment, but the closest thing I have in, you know, and I'm, I mean, I do hold grudges. I'm a tourist, right? Um, but I'm a fairly passive person by nature, but the closest thing I got to the whole fuck you moment in the more immediate present, um, one of the things I do at my job is I do contract negotiations and to give you some context, um, there, there's multiple ways to handle negotiations when you're dealing with the contract, you can kind of do everything individualized where you handle each item individually and then when you agree to one item you like basically timestamp it and initial it and sign off on it then that part of that negotiation is done then you move on to the next subject Uh, another way is where you kind of handle everything kind of as a package Um, i prefer the first way because once it's settled and it's done like you can't change it you know uh but that's not everything works to the world of uppy um so I, I i go with the flow um in one particular instance um i was handling negotiations where they handle things in um a package deal mm. and um i had seen because this was also a place where this was my second time around going to the t- uh, bargaining table with them where they complained the year before that they had agreed to something uh, verbally, but then later on it changed. And so I made the case to them, you should handle things in the other way. So that does not happen. And then one particular person made a very strong case why they don't agree with that, uh, that, uh, that method, whatever. It's not my contract. I just help negotiate it no water off my back, you know, whatever. Well, something came up (laughs) and this negotiations where we had agreed to a certain thing. And then in order to make another thing work, the employer went back and changed something to something we had already signed. Well, verbally agreed to. And the person who said, I don't like that method of doing things that way was the first one to be like, looked me dead in the eye. (laughs) I was like, how's that not regressive bargaining? I'm like, I really got nothing that says it isn't. And this is why I instructed that you do things another way. So this doesn't happen. And 
this is why you should do it that way. So this doesn't happen because there's, there's nothing I can do. I got nothing yeah. technically in writing that says anything different. And the other piece is that I didn't explain to you because I didn't want to spend more time because that was, ended up being like a 12 hour day. We got the deal done, but I didn't want to also have to explain that. Like, look, I knew we were this close to getting across the finish line. I'm not going to stop the whole thing just to walk out of the room just to go through the process of filing some sort of unfair labor practice charge just for it to get dismissed because we got a deal anyways. Yeah. Like as soon as you get a deal done, yeah. the whole bad faith bargaining thing goes out the window. So that's the closest it was for me to be able to look him in the eye and explain to him like, look, this is why it is what it is. But I also instructed you not to do it this way. And it could have been avoided. And it's probably it's probably best for the collective to do it on a case by case basis too, because like you know people could spend a lot of time working on one meth, you know one thing and then have it just get shot down the next week when you return back to the table because you're like ah yeah I'll sacrifice them for yeah <laughs> I'll sacrifice them for this you know that that would kind of suck exactly. um, yeah for me uh, you know. I got I got a couple, but uh, I'll I'll spare the the long one, especially since it's it's a little bit more sour and time sensitive to where we're at in life right now, and I don't I wouldn't want that one getting out. <laughs> um, but uh, I often send out emails, and um, uh, the nature of my job is to keep people, uh, you know. Uh, communicate regularly with staff and, and parents and, and everybody. Um, and uh, I send out emails regularly and my insights on Microsoft tell me conveniently how many people have opened my, my email. Um, and I'm not the, the, the quickest of a, or the shortest of emailers. When I have something to say, I say a whole bunch at once and I send it off. I don't send multiple ones. I just send one big one. So it's like, that's the one you need to read. Well, um, it seems to be like I ha- I've been having these fuck you moments every single week because somebody always responds back and says, you didn't tell us this, or I didn't know this was happening. You need to do better. And I just have gotten so over emailing back politely. And I just <laughs> say, see email below her previous email. No, see email below. I don't address it. I don't sign it. It just says see email below. I'm I'm over all of that that niceties. When fifty percent of the staff read my email, I don't have time to 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 dilly dally. Right. And um, I've now added like twenty five lines of information at the bottom in my in email signature just to say fuck you. But that is also something else that I did. Somebody um, last year um, made a comment about my education and just assumed that since I was young that I I didn't know what I was talking about. So, and, and that was in an email form. So what I did is in that moment, I went back to my email signature and made it a point to change the first <laughs> line in it to be masters in education at the university of california santa cruz um so that would be the 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 thing that they see next to my name to be a fuck 
fuck you. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I feel like that could expand into a uh, into a segment where we all just at the end collectively <laughs> say fuck you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so those moments are nice. Makes you makes you think everything was worth it. Absolutely. That's a good one too. Um, I have another fuck you moment. Um, a good friend of mine named G uh, made me aware tonight that the Oakland athletics have a current deal right now. I think it's 72 hour time sensitive where you can get uh, 10 plaza level tickets for oh yeah a score of $199. And here's my fuck you. You want me to spend money on your team, actually invest in it before I give you my money. I don't, <laughs> You'd spend I don't believe in Steven vote that much. I love his chant. But I don't believe in Stephen Vote enough to pay one hundred ninety nine dollars to go see you suck ten times. I just don't. You, you, uh, if they if they put that out yesterday or two days ago for the one hundred ninety nine dollar deal for ten tickets, you would have spent more during free agency than uh, uh, than they have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it was our good friend Dodger who sent us something like <laughs> yesterday morning saying the A's have spent zero on free agency. Yeah, <laughs> like no i mean i don't have beard on money so if i want to just drink denog and um, watch the a's i'll just do it from my fucking couch like that guy he he's probably making just as much as dave cavill probably <laughs> you know that fucking guy with better results money. too yeah he should probably spend my yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I I do believe that we we did sign Jed Lowry back to a one. I heard Rumblings about today. that today. Yeah, he's yeah he, yeah he came back. He's the savior. We're back in for a World Series run. Right. Watch us win like you, ninety-two games. You, you heard you shit. heard it here first. We we're winning ninety-three games. Ninety-three games, World Series <laughs> champs, the Oakland A's, a team made of people that no one knows outside of Sean Maniah. <laughs> I mean, I do have, and Ramon Laureano, who might be gone soon. I don't know. Um, well, Sean, Sean might be gone too. But well, of course, yeah. I mean, we let the mats go because we can't afford them. We obviously can't pay a left-handed starting pitcher, so no, he's fucking gone too. Yeah, no. I was looking at tickets for opening day because uh, it's during my spring break, and I was like. That'd be so nice to go to the spring break. And then I started looking at the ticket prices, like still like 40 bucks to sit like relatively low. I was like, I don't want to drop over a hundred dollars on tickets no. for a team, you know, that. Especially since flights aren't cheap right now either. Um, I mean, I know, I mean, honestly, how far is Phoenix from NorCal? What? Oh, no, I was hours? talking about, sorry, opening. I was talking about opening. opening okay. At, in Oakland. Yeah. I think, Maybe I actually only heard you say spring training at one point, but no. um, yeah, no, it's just not like why go to be cold and uh, like I'll go when we when you know when it's like dog days and you know got nothing else to do or I can get tickets for pretty cheap, but I'm not going to go spend drop a hundred dollars on a on primo seats to go watch the A's get destroyed by the Orioles. Oh gosh, that's a cool damn <laughs> <laughs> And I saw another infograph uh, graphic today. It says that Oakland A's fans, on average, spend fifty-two dollars a game on beer. 
and alcohol, which is by far and away more than any other um, any other fan in the MLB. We don't have any choice. We have to. It's fucking ridiculous. The stadium's a dump. Uh, sorry, Beardo. I would say the last you were here. The last the stadium's a dump, <laughs> and the team's a dump. We have to spend the money on alcohol because otherwise, the last dive bar in baseball. Yeah, fucking love Stash that dive bar. I love that dive bar when it when it's when it's going though. Stacy, I think Stacy uh, Stacy's here with us. He's checking Dodgers Twitter. Stacy is getting. Very hold, on, sleepy. hold on, hold on. I, I got, I, I got another fuck you moment. My fuck yes, you please tell. Is, please. Yes, my fuck you moment is um, to all those in the media and social media pushing for war when we don't need it mm. because we understand with Afghanistan and Iraq what our bombs and our things that we do, things that we uh, uh, incorporate in our lives, what they do to them. So it's going to be, it's, that's a big fuck you moment. Like why, why, why do that to them? So piss. Oh, I have another You're- one. Um, <laughs> my other one is to Mitch McConnell yeah. coming out saying that he would not vote for uh, Miss Jackson. What did he say? What did he I don't say? know, but he just I, I, I don't know the exact words. I just saw something that says he will not vote to confirm Miss Jackson for the Supreme Court. And yet also Manchin from West Virginia uh sealed the deal. Sealed the deal. And I'm like, oh now you decide you wanted to do something decent, you motherfucker. Like you could have helped us like get rid of the filibuster, you <laughs> son of a bitch. But thanks for proving this one time you're not racist. Yeah. All right, I'm off my soapbox. Yeah, no. Well, it's a good soapbox to be honest. Speaking out against, uh, <laughs> against, uh, I mean, they flew through institutional, Barrett, Kelly, whatever her name is. They like flew, they flew through for that. Well, that lady like, doesn't know her ass whatever, but yeah. Well, it's so shitty because, you know, it's like the, the whole nomination of Merrick Garland was just like pushed back for like months and almost then, a whole almost a whole year. Yeah, almost an entire year, right? Yeah. And then the you know go back and do the same shit. And then it's just now it's just like this back and forth, back and forth bullshit. And it's yeah. just like it's fucking you got these all these justices are really are fucking highly qualified. Just sit down, shut up and ask your questions and get the fuck out. Yeah, but but um, a lot of the 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 nominees are uh, trained in advance to answer the questions and you know uh, and and be ready for uh, the timeliness that it happens. And it's quite sad because you don't get the true response of what's going to happen. They yeah. want it to be a soundbite. Oh sure, I mean, yeah. Because when it's Brett Kavanaugh, yeah, you'll get te- you'll get you have Ted all the Republicans asking, to- "Oh, is your chair comfy?" Not anything mm-hmm. to do with actual case law. Yeah, you remember that? Did you just, did, is your chair comfy? Yeah. How you how you we're sitting? Here, we're here to suck your dick. Just get you through. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now turn down yeah. Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's quite it's quite difficult. Um, because they already have like these councils, like you're going to answer a certain way, you're not going to do a certain thing, 
Um, it, it, it's quite fine if if those things don't happen. It's that it's uh, easier to know early in 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 the process that it's not going to happen. So yeah, so we're not expecting anybody, you know. And your dumbassedness or whatever. <laughs> well, I think that's a great place to leave it tonight. I know we're running a little short, but short and sweet's never a bad thing. Um, I, I want to thank you, Chitty and uh, Donovan Moose Stacy for jumping <laughs> on this week. Um, <laughs> it is great seeing you all. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy your families. And uh, until next week, the three of us, we all wish you a good afternoon, good evening, and good night.